0: what is going on everybody it is your man jay swan and i would like to welcome y'all to the free spare podcast and i will be getting into entertainment sports music and giving out real life advice y'all stay tuned It is your man Jay Swan. And welcome to the fourth episode to The Free Spare Podcast. And I hope everybody enjoyed a weekend. I sure did. The Batman movie came out. um The final episode to the Kanye documentary came out. And also, Game was on Drink Champs. And he had a lot to say. But I will be covering those later. But You know what's going down, right? What's about to happen. Right now, it's time for the free spirit talk. And my voice chakra is ready. It's ready. And this topic is going to be mainly going towards guys. And like, you know, I give like, you know, real life experiences. And like, you know, giving y'all that real talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you. That's what I do on the free spit, you know, podcast. And the one thing I do not do on my podcast is like, you know, I, you know, what I do not do is put women all in the same category and generalize them like they all think the same. That's like saying all guys think the same, but that's not what I do. But uh, with that being said, do looks. Matter to women. And that is the topic. And it's very tricky. The answer to that. Is yes. And no. And like. um, I'm going to give you like a brief story. About like you know my younger years. Because like. Um, when I was younger. In my. When I was in my adolescent years right. I didn't think I was good looking at all. I thought. I was. Ugly. And, like, you know, I did not love myself. I actually let, you know, society determine or believe that, you know, I was, like, you know, unattractive. For real. Like, true shit. Like, um, you know, and, like, like I said, I did not love myself back then. But I'm a totally different guy now. And, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, you know, girls would actually say that I am cute. But I didn't believe it. And like you got to remember like fellas remember don't ever think that you're ugly. Do not think that at all. And here's the reason why. Like you want to love yourself. You want to um believe like you know you could do whatever. And like you know that's where confidence comes in for real. Confidence is a real key factor, fellas. I'm telling you, once you build, like, the right confidence, you could go anywhere in life. But when it comes down, like, you know, if you think that you're ugly, like, just because you may perceive yourself as ugly, the girl that you may be talking to or you know, the one that's right next to you or right in front of you or on the left of you or in a classroom or wherever you are may may not think that you're ugly at all. Like, on the flip side, just because, like, you know, you may think you are attractive, she may not think that way. Like, I'm going to give you, like, uh, another example, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, I know y'all are familiar with the cartoon. Like, you know, the guy, you know, he was trying to get all the girls. He thought he was, like, the prettiest thing in the world. And, like, you know, he was not getting any girls. Because he really did not have any game at all. He was kind of a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's funny, man, actually thinking about it. But, like, he didn't have, like, actual authentic character. You know what I'm saying he really did not, and um, you know personality also plays like a you know a big key when it comes to this topic because like you know what I'm saying um like I'll give you another example with uh biggie biggie said in the uh one more chance song, Black and Ugly as ever, however, I say, cool down to the socks. He was like, look, I may he knew like he wasn't the best looking guy, but he carried himself like with all the confidence in the world, with all the self-esteem and like, yo, girls are really coming his way. This man got Lil' Kim. He got Charlie Baltimore and he married Faith Evans. Biggie, the real goat. And another one is Jay-Z. Some people may think Jay-Z is not the best looking guy, but this guy Mary Beyonce you know why he has a lot of confidence in himself he has a lot of swagger you know what I'm saying he carries himself like you know as a real boss which also like you know I believe like you know social status is a big major part you know having like confidence and all that other stuff when it comes to this topic and like yo for real like once you have confidence you can go anywhere, like I said, um, also, we're going to be getting to, like, you know, appearance in a second, but um, one of my friends who is on the Free Spirit team, shout out to Dominique, she sent this video to me on Instagram by this, you know, Instagramming name, your boy Moyo, right, and he said this, Personality over looks, but looks also matter. That is a true statement. And like, you know what I'm saying? You always want to make sure you are dressed nice. Because this is what I learned when I was like, you know, as a kid. And I learned from my mother. Shout out to you, Barbara Swan. Love you to death. My. But um, this was like take your child to work day. And I had on some mismatched clothes. And she was not gonna let me leave the house with mismatched clothes. She was like, wear that Tracy McGrady jersey, those Reeboks, and those blue jeans?" And she was like, "Joshua, remember this: wherever you go, I don't care if it's you know it's a job or you know you know if you're going somewhere like to school, just make sure you dress your best." Because appearance is everything. Kind of. It is everything. It's like, you want to make that good first impression. For real, like, you don't have to be the best dress. But make yourself look at least decent. Because, like, like I said, you want to make that good first impression. And, like, you know, personality, you know, is also a key factor, like I said. Right? And that, you know stick with me ever since I was a kid. Also, um, what also plays a major key factor, remember this, fellas, sense of humor always, like, I feel like sense of humor also helps. Like, um, I remember one of my uh, nephews, me and him are the same age. I consider him like my brother. He said, like, you are a very funny guy. If you, you know, share your jokes around, you know, girls and, like, you know, you do what you do, then you will have no problem, you know, with getting women. Because, like, women do, like, some women, like guys that can make them laugh. That is a plus. You know what I'm saying? Also, intellectually, you know, like, you know, um... Having intelligence is also a key factor. Like, that is, like, a huge plus. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. And, like, also, my best friend, Kenneth Holston, hope he's listening to this, he is one of the funniest people I have ever met in my life. And, yo... He carries himself as a gentleman. He's also funny. And yo, he knows how to, you know, talk to women. And like, he is very comfortable in his own skin. And I learned a lot from Kenny. Shout out to my boy Kenny. And like, man, that is a huge factor. It's like you are, you know, confident in yourself, you love yourself. And you respect yourself. And like people will respect you. People you know will come your way. You know what I'm saying. It's how you carry yourself like I said. As a man. So with that being said. In conclusion. Do looks matter to women. It's a yes and a no. Just carry yourself as a man. Be very confident, but also you want to dress nice and like you know make yourself, you know, um have a good appearance, a great appearance, or whatever, decent. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be like a superstar rapper and like you know, just be you and that's all you can be. But I'm gonna take a brief intermission and um I will be uh talking about the Batman movie the uh, Kanye documentary, and also Game On Drink Champs. Y'all stay tuned. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Free Spare Podcast. It is your man, Jay Swan. And I had to take a brief intermission, but now I'm back. And now I'm going to be getting into the uh, Batman review. And, like, I watched the movie over the weekend. I watched it twice. I saw it on Thursday and I saw it on Sunday. And the movie was directed by Matt Reeves. And produced by Matt Reeves. And he was the one that also directed the Planet of the Apes films back in the 2010s. And I love the Planet of the Apes films. And, like, um, man, this is, like, a different, you know, Batman feel, like, a Batman movie. And Robert Pattinson, you know, is playing Batman in this movie. And Bruce Wayne, slash Bruce Wayne. And, like, you know, people were kind of, you know, skeptical at first of him playing Batman. And, um, you know, it's kind of similar what they did with uh, Michael Keaton and Batman in 1989. Like, they were like, yo, Beetlejuice is playing um, Batman. And, you know, he proved them wrong. And, like, Robert Pattinson, he also proved them wrong. They, like, hold up the guy that played in Twilight. And I'm like, yo, bro, Robert Patterson killed that role, bro. Like... He was, like, a quiet, reserved Bruce Wayne. That's what I liked about it. He was quiet and reserved. But when he put on that suit, he played that role as Batman, bro. Like, um... That, uh... I'm not sure if y'all seen the preview when it was all, like, downstairs. Well, not downstairs, but, like, in the subway. And, like, you know, he, uh... One of the ghouls like try like, you know, try to punch him. And then Batman just UFC his ass and be like with like boom 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 boom. Like beat his head in. And like this is like a spoiler, like a non spoiler review. I'm not, you know, going to spoil the movie for the people who haven't seen it yet. But like, man, yo, Batman really did some damage in this movie. Like, he was like super violent in the film. He was like super violent. And, like, the movie is, you know, um, was inspired and used by, like, you know, uh, let's see, Batman Year One and Long Halloween. So, like, this is, like, the young Batman. This is, like, in his second year as Batman. He's not experienced as, like, you know, the older Batman, like, in his, let's see, mid or late 30s Batman, you know what I'm saying, but, like, you know, um, he, um, like I said, the movie is, like, really violent, I'm surprised the, um, the movie is, like, not rated R, and, like, the fight scenes really kick ass, man, like, I love this film, and what I also love is, um, Anthony Wright's role as James Gordon. He wasn't Commissioner Gordon yet, but he um, played a big role in this movie as Batman's right-hand man. And, like, I love the chemistry between Robert Patterson and um, Anthony Wright. They really did a great job with it. They really did a great job. I like um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. I love the... uh, interaction she she had with Batman I you know enjoyed her role in the film you know what I'm saying I really enjoy that also um Andy Circuit he uh, is the one that played uh Alfred he played Alfred in um in the movie I wish she would have had more screen time but um you know uh that's the only uh thing about the movie I wish they would have gave you know uh Alfred more screen time in the film. But basically, the whole plot was about, you know, you know, how they was going to uh, take down the uh, Rittler. Like, it was like uh, the Rittler was the main, you know, villain in this film. And he is played by um, Paul Dano. And, bro, I gotta say, yo, uh, I'm going to be real. Paul Dano probably had the best role in this movie. I'm not going to lie. When it comes down to the um, top three, you know, villains in, like, in the Batman movie, he is up there. He'll be third behind, like, you know, Tom Hardy and uh, Heath Ledger. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Riddler, he killed the role as the Riddler, because he was, like, totally different than, like, you know, the Jim Carrey uh Riddler, because, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I love Jim Carrey and Batman Forever, but he was Joker-like with, um, in this film, with, uh, Paul Daniels, uh, Riddler, he was nerdy, but he was psychotic to the core, he was crazy, he was probably, he probably is just as mentally psychotic as the Joker, but man, like when you watch this film, he was like, you know, 10 steps ahead of Batman, like he was always like a step ahead of Batman in this film, and like, you know, like, like I was saying before, this is like the early stages of Batman, he was kind of inexperienced, but like, you know, Paul Dano really killed this film. I'm gonna go see the movie again, like probably later on this week, but like, yo, he just did his role, man, and like um there was no- there was another thing about this film right that I loved um you know, the batmobile like they show the Batmobile in this film um you know, the whole thing about this movie was kind of detective like like, it was kind of detective-ish. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it had a lot of mystery going on. It was, like, you know, so puzzling. Like, they were trying to figure out clues. Uh, Batman and uh, James Gordon. They was really trying to, you know, figure out some, you know, f- those clues. Like, you know, what is, like, the Rittler's next plot. And, like, man, I love this movie. By the tone that you hear is that I just love this movie overall. From a 1 to a 10. What would I give this movie? I will probably give this movie like a 9 or a 9.5 out of a 10. Is it the perfect movie? No. But I could see why you know some critics or some people would say, oh... This is the best Batman movie ever. And I'm not here to argue you. Argue with you. Because, like, this was a pretty damn good movie. And, like, man, I loved it from start to finish. It's three hours long. So, like, it is super long. But it's worth every minute. I'm telling you, it's worth every minute. For the ones who haven't seen it, I'm like, please go watch it. And I will not be surprised if like this movie does like over let's see a billion you know makes over a billion dollars i would not be surprised cuz batman is a big thing but yeah man that's my you know review about the batman movie and now i will be going over the uh, kanye um documentary like the last episode of um genius and like um um I watched it over the... Uh, I watched it on Thursday. I think it was Thursday. And, like, in the beginnings of the, um, you know, the documentary on the third episode, like, Kanye, you see, like, you know, um, he was having this big success, like, you know, from College Dropout. And I love how they started off with the late registration era, which is my favorite Kanye album to this day. Like, that's my... Favorite Kanye album, and like Kanye became like this well known superstar. Like, he, um, you know, he was like, you know, ranting about, you know, this is where the era when he was like, George Bush don't care about black people. Um, this is when he was winning like more Grammys, and like, you know, everybody knew who Kanye West was, like from your brother, grandmother, everybody was known about, you know, Kanye, but when his, uh, mother died, you know, down the west, you know, things changed, like, you know, it was, like, a big dynamic change, like, you know, during that time, and this was, like, right after, like, this was, like, the graduation era, and, like, you know, um, after, you know, his mother passed away, I felt like, you know, it really did change Kanye, and like, you know, um, it kind of, you know, Cootie and uh, Kanye's relationship, they kind of had like a falling out, because I felt like the mother was like the centerpiece, you know, Donda was like the centerpiece, you know, to everybody, but when she died, everything changed, like, Cootie and Kanye had like a falling out, like, you know, during the what is that album um Ate away the heartbreaks it was eight away the heartbreaks that's when Kanye was having like new people around him. he was like you know having like different you know things was changing like I said, and like Coody wasn't like really in the picture anymore, but like you know during that time he became a dad, and like you know that you know, changed his life. And, like, you know, he had a role as a father. And, like, while uh, Kanye, you know, they didn't uh, see each other for, like, maybe six years. About six years. And, like, um, they, you know, reunited, but it wasn't, like, the same. He said this. This is, like, um, around, like, maybe 2014. He said he knew Kanye, but he did not know Jesus. Once he said that, I was like, yo, bro. Yo. That lets you know, like, they like Kanye, you know, like, he, you know, wasn't the same Kanye from before. And, like, you know, um, what album came out? I said Yeezus. Yeah, Yeezus was around that time. And, like, you know, Kanye was continued. Like, this is when Kanye even got married to Kim Kardashian. And Kanye also became a father. He became a father. And, like, um. you know, uh, Kanye was, like, you know, making big moves. Like, you know putting out new albums, like, you know, winning more Grammys, getting all this success. And, like, you know, the one person who really, like, brought them back together was Common. And Common had, like, a show back in, like, you know, I believe it was, like, 2014. And, you know, Kanye... They was all in Chicago. And Kanye performed Jesus Walks, which is, like a top three Kanye song of all time in my opinion Jesus Walks and like you know the crowd just went nuts man it just went nuts they went nuts and like you know um Coolie and Kanye you know um you know got back together and like I remember it was like they went to China and like um back in let's see twenty sixteen I believe and uh what happened was like you know they kinda like rebonded because like he seen um Cootie seen Kanye as like his brother and like um during that time it's like you know in that in that China um what is that in the China segment, where they was over there, they like you know started like you know the rebonded and like you know, it was kind of like that old feeling again, like how they first met and like you know in ninety eight, because it was like a brotherhood. Because like usually like you're gonna fall out with your friends, and like you know sometimes it's for the best. Like some people like just drift apart, but that's just life. That's just life, bro. That's gonna happen. Regardless you know, regardless, whatever was situation, but, you know, I felt like they probably did, you know, get closer, you know, during that time because, like, he noticed, like, there was something, you know, wrong with Kanye. Like, you know, Kanye, his surroundings, he was kind of, like, having yes-men, in my opinion. It looked like he was having yes-men, and, like, they weren't really, you know, caring about, you know his health, his mental health, and, like, Cootie was right there by his side, like, you know, being, like, his, like, right-hand man, and, like, um, bro, like, the mental health part was, like, yo, I feel like it's very important, like, it's not really talked about, you know, during, like, you know, people don't really talk about mental health, but, like, you know, you can see, in that third episode, like, you know, Kanye was really going through some stuff. He was ranting, um, about, you know, the slavery. Like, he people were like, you know, he was like making those comments about slavery is a choice, you know, his Donald Trump decisions, and like, you know, hanging around with him. It's like, you know, a totally it was like, you know, a different feel for real. But like, you know. Cootie was right there beside him and like I still love the documentary I still love the documentary and like man um you know uh it was just one of those documentaries that's like man I love you know Kanye as an artist and like I respect him as a uh as a man and what he has done for hip hop and like you know regardless if you like him or not he's gonna be him regardless he's going to be Kanye Yeezy yay Ye, Mr. West Kenny West <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he was Kenny West in uh the Cleveland show but like you know Kanye's gonna be Kanye and I love the documentary documentary and shout out to you know Cootie you know for the uh you know showing that and um you know, showing that documentary, and, like, the documentary was great, now, I'm gonna be moving over to the last, um, topic, and that is the game, the game was on Drink Champs, and, like, you know, game, um, I grew up, um, listening to the game, the documentary, I love that debut, and, like, him and Lloyd Banks was, like, my favorite ones in G-Unit, and, like, you know, um, I felt like they were the best lyricists in the group. And I also love 50 Cents, Get Rich or Die trying. I'm a, I was a G-Unit fan growing up. And like the documentary was one of the first, you know, albums that made me want to be like, yo, I could do this, you know, rapping for real. But, uh, man, um, it's good to see the game. Um, He uh talked about, you know, he went over the, uh, Super Bowl, like, why he wasn't invited to the Super Bowl. It didn't, like, when I was watching the Drink Champs interview, it didn't seem like he was upset at it. It seemed like he was, uh, it didn't really bother him. It seemed like it really didn't bother him. Um, but he did say, there was some stuff that he said in the interview that, you know, surprised me that he said, um, in two weeks what Kanye did and the two weeks he worked with Kanye, he did more for him than Dr. Dre ever did. And that kind of shocked me because Dr. Dre was the one that signed the game. And like, you know, um, he worked on the documentary and on those songs. Um, Another thing he said, too, is like, you know, um, he can beat Eminem in a versus, and you say he was a better rapper than Eminem, and like, you know, um, you may not have to agree with him, I don't agree with him, but I admire his confidence, I admire like, in the game of hip-hop, right, you gotta understand that, yo, you don't wanna be second you know, to nobody, you don't wanna be, you know, you wanna be, the number one thing that you do is spit bars, like, you wanna rap your bars, Like, you know, you want to be considered number one. And, like, you know, Game, like, Game has a good catalog. Game, I feel like the documentary is his best work. I also like Documentary uh, 2 and 2.5. Like, uh, and the Born a Rap album. I thought that was pretty good. But, like, you know, he has an album coming out. I'm, you know, excited to see what that's going to be like. And, like, you know, the um, the easy joint he did with Kanye, I thought it was a pretty dope song, too. Like, you know, hopefully, I think, you know, I think Kanye might produce some more songs on that. But, like, yo, I'm excited. Even though he may be crazy, uh, game, he may be a schizo, I still like him as a rapper. I like him as a lyricist. And I think the man could rap. But with that being said, you know... I hope y'all enjoyed this episode um, of the Free Spirit Podcast. We made it to the fourth episode. And next week, I will probably cover, like, you know, um, thinking probably more NBA stuff. But I will be going over, like, you know, how to be more confident. Like, what does it take, you know, what are, like, you know, the qualities of, like, having confidence. And, you know, how to be more confident. You know what I'm saying? But that's for next week. And I hope, you know, y'all enjoy y'all day. Have a blessed one. Y'all be great. Stay safe. I love y'all. Peace out. One love.